This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Hello, good evening, and we're back, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week. Now, we haven't had much of a chat offline to uh, to talk about what we're going to talk about tonight, because I feel that everybody is brimming with opinion. Uh, we've got Steve and his good-looking features, we've got Ben and his muscles, we've got Vicar who's not done her hair, and Ash is bare loud tonight, so that's what's happening this evening, ladies and gents. My name's Dan Fudge, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week. That was a good intro, wasn't it? It was good. You know what I mean? I just made that on the spot. So that's what's happening tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It is the day before my 41st birthday. So sponsored by Forehead from a a Syringe and Teeth from Bulgaria, I'm coming to you live on YouTube and coming in your ears. So uh, I tell you what, Ben, as usual, I'm going to start with you. We've got a couple of fixtures to get through, haven't we? We've got, um, well, I I was going to say draws. I I haven't really looked. I mean, I'm right there, aren't I? Yeah, I don't think you can go too far wrong by saying that Wednesday have drawn a lot this season. Oh, that first half on Saturday, that's the most, but I'll get straight into it, that's the most bored I think I've ever been at a Wednesday game. And there must have been times, especially in League One 10 years ago when I got like that, but in, in, in recent years, that is probably the most bored I've ever been. It was just terrible, wasn't it? It was, they were so physical and we just had nothing. Not even like fancy ability to contra- contradict the physical ability. It was just nothing. And it was still better than Cambridge first half. That's how bad Cambridge yeah. was. <laughs> okay, so what we're referencing is the Cambridge and the Lincoln City Imps game. Now, back when I started watching football, I think the Imps were in uh, the National League, or back then it was called the uh, Ensley League or the Vanarama, whatever it's called in old money. And uh, and now we're playing them in a league game. Um now, you, you referenced the first half, Ben. I mean, Christ, like, it's, has it not been like that the last four or five games? Or what was specifically bad about that one? Probably the fact I was there. I wasn't at Cambridge and I wasn't at, at Wimbledon. <laughs> so probably being my worst fact, fact I was there. Um, I, I don't even think they were that physical. I just think they were, they were fo- the football that they played was better than us, especially the first half. There were knocking about in triangles and squares, you know, they, they played, albeit we allowed them to, they played some really good stuff. And I think that is it, that we're allowing teams to do that. And about 40 minutes, I said to my dad, we, we, we've not done that once. And <coughs> could, could, could you name more than three of Lincoln's players now? Could you name more than three of Wednesdays if you want even a Wednesday fan? Yeah, of course you could, because as we keep saying on paper, they're too good for this league, but they're not because they're not showing it. It's infuriating. It really got to me, especially at first half on Saturday, as you can tell. Right, just for the just for the people at home, Ben, show me your angry face. Yeah, yeah, I can, see, I can, I can, I can, <laughs> I can see why that pissed you off. I was, uh, I'd show you mine, but I've had too much Botox now, Steve. Um, <laughs> Now it it weren't it weren't pretty, were it? I'm 41. Shut up. Now it weren't pretty, were it? I mean, 
is it is it a case of we need to adapt ourselves to play League One football, or are we phoning it in somewhat? Um, we well, we we've talked about it previously, haven't we? Over over the last sort of four or five weeks, the need to sort of realise that we're at a level that we're that is appropriate to us because we haven't played football good enough to play in in the division higher. And you know, we can talk about the, the point deduction being a reason that we've come down, but. For me, um, there's just, as, as, as the guys are saying, there, there was no response to anything that Lincoln did. And I think that's the biggest issue for me, is that it's not about having a plan A, plan B. It's about responding to when your backs are against the wall in a game. Um, and that's not necessarily saying that you've got to change the wholesale change the formation. It's about, you know, Maguire, for example, like Ben said, I couldn't name more than three, three, three Oxford players. I know Maguire played because he used to be one of ours. But when he was being horrible little shit in first half, nobody got anywhere near him. Nobody's adapted things. He started getting his foot on the ball and started to dictate the play and so forth. And we just we just kind of allowed it. We're not good enough when we haven't got the ball um, over a sustained period of time. And the problem is we don't know what to do when we have got the ball. And that's the issue for me. Um, I, I think tonight will be cathartic for some of us because we'll talk about the way that we've been playing football and um, the system that we play what we'd like to see and, and so on and so forth but I find it really difficult to deconstruct to break down to analyse the way that we're playing at the moment because it's that cliche at the minute of having no identity we're just abject there's just nothing there it's flat as a fart um, the first half I'm, I'm not quite as scathing as some of the other guys have been on that first half performance solely because I was there at Cambridge the other week, uh, sorry, the other day. Um, and I think that the first half at Cambridge was worse. Um, however, we don't gear up at any point. We don't change anything. There's nobody um, that's looking to go and get the, the the game by the scruff of the neck and, and grab all the things and say, right, I'm going to go and start to dictate play with one exception for me. And that's uh, Delhi Bashira. Well, absolutely. So FDB's had a as a running has had a brief stint in the team after uh, after impressing in in both fixtures. I thought he was outstanding against Wimbledon. A, a, you know, a very you know a, a very small diamond in a lot of rough. Because to be fair, Wimbledon's uh, shy uh, to to get to. It looks like it looks like a shed in the middle of nowhere. Now, Vic, you you were there. I mean, the stats are. The stats are telling us that, that we had more shots, but less shots on target. Did, did you get that sense of feeling? Did you, know, did you feel that we were losing possession and we didn't know what to do once we got the ball, like Steve says? I think, like Steve says, it was completely flat. Like, I couldn't tell you how many shots there were because none of them felt like they were going in, bar two. Like, it was just dull. It was so dull. And even, like, Billy Bashiru, like, I, I saw him, obviously, on the telly at Wimbledon, um, and... I thought he looked class. Um, I think on Saturday, he looked very, very good in spaces. Um, there were parts where, obviously, the playthrough for the ball, there were, there were quite a few bits that were just him and him alone. But then there was the odd time that the ball came near him and he seemed to just, it was like someone had paused him. He just didn't move. I mean, that happened with a lot of them, but with him, it was more frustrating because he was playing so well. And it was like, why have you just switched off for that moment? Um, but yeah, I agree with everything that's been said. I just thought it was so poor. It was really, really boring. I was bored. I was I was tweeting at one point. I thought should I just download Uno on my phone? Like I was so bored. Um, it was just yeah. It came to like booking. Obviously, we'll talk about it in a bit. But like booking Plymouth tickets today, and I was just like, I don't. I can't be arsed. I don't need the points because I'm not going to any away games anytime soon. So I've got no hope of getting Ash's number of points. Like uh, point Magoo. Um, but so this. <laughs> But I just couldn't, I can't be asked. I cannot be asked any of it. I thought it was rubbish. And then, and then, and we might bring this up in a minute, but I have a bone to pick with two people that came up on that screen who travelled from Chuffin, Finland, right? What excuse does that give me off Leppin's Lane? What excuse? If you can fly from Finland, you've ruined my Saturdays now because now I have no excuse not to go there. It's <laughs> like you're from Right, it's ridiculous. Like, think about other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I refer to that as something like, and it's just, it's the same as you, Vic. So, I, as I've mentioned before, I used to be, uh, uh, I used to work at Butlins at Skegness. No, and, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, I've never heard this one. Yeah, yeah. And please, and it, please enlighten us, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, 
10 years on and off of working at that site, I never went, I went to the beach once. I went to the beach once and because this girl I was trying to meet was uh, wanted to go to the beach. So I took her to the beach and that was the only time I went because I thought did, did it's you always buy, Did you buy spades and make castles? No, it was about three o'clock in the morning. It weren't for, it weren't for bucket, bucket and spading. Oh. Um, you know, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, because it was always there, I just felt like I never wanted to go. Like, I, I'll go there. You know, it's, it's, only, it's across the road. I can see it. Like, it's right there. Is that you with Hillsborough now, Vic? Yeah, I mean, even when it's good sometimes, like on a cold Tuesday night, you think, oh, especially if you're on telly. But I, <laughs> get I don't on. Know. I've paid for it. And I, I kind of haven't paid for it because obviously I paid for it a year and a half ago. But then just quite, uh, quite like that, they just appear on the screen like, oh, I've travelled across Europe. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> travel 50 yards. <laughs> All right, Ash. You and your you and your massive loud microphone now. So I've I've I've, I've purposely come to you last because I know you're brimming, and uh, and I want you to do it in your quiet voice, and uh, and I know you're pissed off about something because it's you, and go on. So tell me about it. Tell tell me about your your brimming feelings right now. Is it? I mean, you're coming all the way from you know from the bottom end of South Yorkshire. You know what I mean? Is, is that effort for you? No, no, not really, Daniel. Um, <laughs> what, 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 I, what I would like to say is um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Saturday. It was great. It was fucking abysmal, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. It was no, no, exactly what uh, uh, Stevie said. I mean, I, I went to Cambridge. I had the, the pleasure, displeasure, the absolute horror of going to Cambridge. But Saturday, we've had two absolute proper Fucking rough results. So you think we're back at Hillsborough, Thrillsborough, as we like to call it. Thrillsborough. <laughs> Thrillsborough. And um, obviously Lincoln, not in the best of forms, down in, like I think they were 16th at the time, something like that. Um, and you think, come on, lads, do a bit. You, you've got pelters at Cambridge. You've got pelters at, at Wimbledon. And some people could say, like, rightly so, uh, because the performances. So you'd think they want to turn up, don't you? 23,500 were there. 3,000 Lincoln, which was brilliant, a cracking effort from them, even though they weren't very loud for 3,000 of them, I've got to say. Yeah, apart from um, you're not famous anymore, it's like, well, how come three times you normal away following the well, Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. They've, they've, there's a reason why they sold out, isn't it? And it's not for the fucking pies, is it? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, no, no, it was just, it was just, so you think they're going to turn up, don't you? You think that they're going to turn up, <laughs> make a give a, give, <laughs> give the, not, <laughs> No, but I, uh, no, not now, Ben. You're right. No, you expect that they don't now turn up. But uh, you, yeah, Hillsborough, and it was just, it was awful. Exactly, exactly like everyone's pointed out. There was just nothing. It was like, what do they do? So, Saturday to Saturday, and we have a game in between, but what do they do in between there? Do they play Xbox? Do they practice on FIFA? What? Because no, they don't they play. They have more idea about to play football. They don't play. They don't train. They can't train. Or if they do train, they haven't got a clue. It's like you turn up for work and your boss goes, I want you to do this, this. The old nod your head going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you turn around to your mate and go, I ain't got a fucking clue what we're doing, do you? And that's what I think they do. And he, and, and I don't, it is, it's get, I'm, I'm, I'm into second gear, but I'll, I'll calm down a little. This is what I said the other week, Ash, and that's what I don't, I, I still can't get my head around because I've not played football really under a proper coach since I was about 16, 17. And obviously, like Ben and Stevie more so than Ash and Fudge who pretends to. But like, I, I've never played football. What does he tell them and how much sort of, um, oh, what's the word for it now? They listen? No, like how much sort of control do they have over things? So if he turned around and says, right, I want Barry, I want you to do this, this and this. And actually, if it's not working, how much sort of, not integrity, but do you know what I mean? Like how much... Does he have the chance to turn around and go, no, do you know what? That don't work. I play better on this foot. To be fair, isn't that as soon as they cross the line? You know what I mean? So you go, right, Barry, you're going you're gonna to play number 10 behind the striker alongside Callum Patterson. You're going to feed Lee Gregory. I want you to stay up there. We're going to have the two lads behind you. And he goes, all right, boss. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fuck off. The thing is, though, like, with, <laughs> with, 
when we've had managers before who players blatantly haven't got on with, so like back to like Yoss and a few others, and obviously Karloff towards the end seemed a bit bitter with some people. Like you could see then why they would do everything to the book because they wanted to prove a point that this manager was shy and he needed to go. They all love Darren. Everyone loves Darren Moore. He's the nicest man in the world. But shit at his job at the moment. But he's the nicest man in the world. So why why aren't they? I don't I don't know how it works. I don't I don't get it. At what point do you turn around and say no gaff around chat at free kick? I think I'm gonna say sim possibly say similar to Stevie, but on that, like it's autonomy. How much is how much is like you said, Fudge, when the cross the, the line, Darren Moore's changed it three times in the last three games and none of it's worked. So while I'm not defending him because it isn't good enough and he has to take responsibility and at the moment he hasn't got long left if it keeps going like this, but the players have to shoulder a lot of it as well because he, he he's, no matter how daft you think some of the decisions have been, he has kept changing it. And none of it seems to have worked. So how much is how much is that is is down to him? Changed it, but it, it, sorry, Ben. He changed it like midway. What was it? Seventy fifth minute or something at Cambridge. You know, after the goal, he changed it and it worked. Obviously, we were well on the front foot then, but he always seems to change it too late when everyone else can see it. And I don't know if that's yes. Yeah, I I I'm go just going to come. I think there just on that point there. I think the problem with Saturday in the second half is that he actually changed it too early. Mm. And this is this this is an issue that I've got is that. As, as big of a uh, supporter as I, I have been of, of his, um, and like Vic says, he's a, he's a wonderful bloke and everybody wants him to do well. We want to succeed and the players seem to be, at the moment, playing for him and they'll come out and make all the right noises. Two things. Um, to the Saturday to Saturday point about what they do in the week, it must be something different every week because when I've sat down in my, and I was late coming back, uh, getting into the ground on Saturday, but I sat down at, at kickoff, seeing the team, Fucking hell, that's a decent enough team. Not quite sure why Dunkley's not in. Must be playing four at the back, Palmer at centre-half. <laughs> this is what we're going to have. And then we've sat down and I've looked up. Within 30 seconds, I've turned around to my sister and gone, he's playing Johnson left wing-back here. We've gone three at the back. He's playing Johnson left wing-back. We've got Brown on that side. We've got Hunt on that side. What has happened between Tuesday and Saturday for him to go, do you know what? We'll get back from Cambridge at this time. Wednesday, what I've seen, I'm not happy with. Wednesday, I'm going to change it to this formation. Dunkley gets his pelters, but I thought he was the better centre-half on, on Tuesday against Cambridge. Yeah, at I agree what point that. has he gone, right, Dunkley, I'm not going to put you in. Um, I'm going to put in a left-winger who's been playing left-back left and playing poorly. Not We're going to go at left-centre-half left, left today. What does that? What message is that saying to Dunkley, which is a problem in the first place? We could pull at that for the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, the, the issue that I found on Saturday is when we finally did start to get a little bit of momentum, we did get on top of the game, is that Corbinou warming up for, for five minutes. Um, he was actually stripped when, well, when the golf went in. Like a jumping Chippendale, Chippendale, wasn't he? Constantly on, off, on, off. He, he, he was stripped and ready, and rightly so. He's then turned around when we've scored, and he's gone, right, Theo, sit down now's not the time. And I'm like, brilliant. He's realised that now's not the time to change it. I think we scored on about 54, 55 minutes. We're on top of the game. We're playing on the front foot. We're doing everything with those cliches that he gives us after the game. And then he's turned around and brought Gregory off and put Patterson on. And I'm thinking, why? It, it, at the time, it felt odd. I sent my dad, the, the timing was odd. And the decision to take Gregory off, um, opinions are going to differ, but I had to took Berrino off out of the two. If you were going to take one off. At 60 minutes, I'd have bloody left it because we were on top of the game. We were doing well. Yeah. The moment he starts making changes at 60 minutes when we're 1-0 up, we've had 50-odd 50, 50 minutes of absolute shit. We've had 10 minutes of playing well. Oh, do you know what? We're doing really well. Let's change it. Who does that? I mean, you know, we are, we are Sheffield Wednesday and we are one of the biggest teams in this league. Like it or not, we are. Now, Ash, like, surely if we're going 1-0 up against a team like Lincoln, it should absolutely demoralise them, right? It should absolutely make them go, well, we give it a good go, lads, we fucked it now. A lot like Liverpool did when they beat yeah. Manchester United yesterday. <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? But like on, on that thing, I, I differ from what Stevie said. I would have said, if I've just gone 1-0 down and Ed's have gone and everything, and I see Corbin Hill 
coming on straight. I'd get him on. That's the problem. As soon as we scored, you knew a goal. And that's the problem. You knew they were going to equalise. We are on top for 10, 15 minutes. There's the guy that, oh, I don't know, 80% of the fans are saying needs to have minutes, needs to come on. He's stripped. He's running up and down. He's there. They score. And then the, 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 the Lincoln players must know players for Wednesday and seen, watch videos of oppositions and stuff. And well, it'd only be a fucking YouTube couple of minutes for him, wouldn't it? But, and get him on. Not, oh, sit back down. Because yeah, you I, knew, you I, knew I, they were going to, there was no pressure. He can't make a, a, a decision of saying, right, come on, you've got to strip. You're going to be our next attacking thing. And then go, no, mate, you're all right. We're going to eke out a 1 0 now when we know we're not going to because we haven't. So it's his fucking fault. He needs to go now. And don't know, don't ask me who needs to come in because I haven't got a clue. And but I just don't like it. And that was the Wednesday week. See you <laughs> next week. Thanks a lot for joining us. <laughs> I don't know, no, no, no. but but he's, he's tactically inept. He is the word. And, and then you're going to go on about. Oh, oh you're going to go too far now, Ash. He's not the. Like, come on, just just have a minute. I'm going to go statistics. Did you see the statistics? I did. I did. Yes. But I was and, just going to say, I agree with you about the substitution. I think that if you've made that decision, if you've committed to that, if you've got the guy's jacket off and he is ready and he's warming up, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Chance of the attack. No one goal lead is ever going to change that. Like, you can't just suddenly go, oh, we're winning now. That's it. It's still been shite for the 50 odd minutes before that. Yeah. You can't just suddenly change your mind. And it also gives the opposition team an idea of what you're about to do. Like, come on. They're not daft. They know that in the next five, 10 minutes, you're going to bring him on. So they're already ready for that. I do do think, though, what Steve said, the timing of it, because when we scored, we were then on top for a good 10 minutes and it, that was the time where we needed to make it two, we needed to make it three. And the substitution just seemed to take the pressure take pressure off Lincoln. It slowed it down. It just gave him five minutes to just regroup. That's how it felt to that, me. That's that's my point. I've got no issue with him bringing Corbin on. I, I, you know, two, I've got two thoughts on that. I don't get the hype necessarily because I've not seen enough of him. And that's... he's a good-looking bastard, to be fair. Oh, he did. He did look good when he come on, though. I gotta say, yeah, I'm not, the, I'm not disagreeing. But he doesn't. He hasn't had enough. He hasn't had enough. I, I get he's not what had saying. enough time. No. He's not had enough time to to have eighty percent. If that's what we're saying of our fan base, going, we've got to start and we've got to do this, that, and the other. Yeah. But the point was when we make that substitution, um, where we're in the middle of a, a five ten minute period, and like Ben says, it just dropped then. And there's no way he was making that substitution to bring Corbin on for Gregory at the time. Do you know what I mean? So he will have been looking to either change the formation or change the way that we were playing or change something. He's then sat Corbin down and put Patterson on, like for like, which means he's not changed anything. So he's just, apart from his mind. So, you know, as as much as I want to defend the bloke, I I just question what he's doing because he changes every week. Um, the decisions that he's making just seem to be, they, they mystify me at times. Um, he, he makes changes either too early or too late. The substitutions that he does make baffle me. Um, I, 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 I don't know why Dunkley didn't play on Saturday and that's no criticism of anybody else. It's just when you're sitting down, you're going, he's, he's had a, and he, he needed a good game against Cambridge. He needs a run in the side if, if Ochi ain't going to be fixed. I don't believe for a second we're going to play the likes of a Sunderland or a, uh, a Wickham or anybody else that's up there. And with Lee, sorry, Marvin Johnson playing bloody left wing back, it's, it's not going to work. So well, when, when was the last time we played three at the back? About four weeks ago, wasn't it? It went long ago, were it? Just, it just keeps changing. That's the point. It just keeps changing. My favourite thing about Saturday was when the lineup came through. And in like on WhatsApp, Stevie was like, "Oh, I think that looks all right. That I mean, that like I think that's decent. You know, we could do something with that." And then like two minutes in, was who the fuck has played Marvin Johnson at central? <laughs> wow. Well, you know, that's fun, isn't it? So uh, that's two poor draws, and once again, Sheffield Wednesday can't keep a uh, can't keep a lead. A lot like a crap dog walker. Uh, John is in the second half. I'm going to take a quick break. John is in the second half, and we'll be talking about Barry Bannon and why we can't keep that lead. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. 
All right, so welcome back. So there is another advert break that's probably just caught you by surprise. Uh, Ash, give me give me a sound of your sexy voice now. We sorted your microphone out. What about that? Hi. Yeah, you see, you see, he is available for cameo videos, but they're also available is Wagner from X Factor and Barry off EastEnders. So, you know, there's that as well. Now, moving forward, uh, we need to start talking about the shuffling of the pack that uh, that Darren Moore keeps doing. And uh, and Ben, uh, you know, there, there, there's one player that doesn't seem to be part of the shuffling. Now, we've discussed this player at length for the last Christ knows how many years. And, uh, and Vic, I'll come to you after as well. Like, it, Barry Bannon, does he create a negative atmosphere on the pitch when it comes to that, you know, that uh, what Lord Hillsborough used to refer to as squeaky bum time? I don't know, because I'm not, I'm not one of the players um, looking at it. And with dressing rooms I've been in, I think you, myself would appreciate someone like that. Going, I would. To be honest, going round. <laughs> uh, thanks, Stevie, for that. Um, what? He's lost me now. Hey. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but someone who just try to rally pe- people. That's how I see it. I know other people see it differently. Um, and maybe sometimes from sat in the stand, it does look like he crosses the line with some people, just is mannerisms and gestures I think more than anything but personally I, I I think I said a couple of weeks ago people might not think he's a good captain and you know what he might not be but it's probably the best we've got I think we had this conversation quite a big conversation about it a week or two ago was I not present for your little chat? Because, like, I, you know, I, I, I used, I used to give Lord H and uh, and Vic a load of grief about starting the uh, Atty New You fan club where they put duvets over themselves and shine a torch on the face and went, "Yes, do you remember Atty New You's favourite goal? It was this one. It was really good." Now, Vic. Now there was a point during the game. <laughs> there's a bit of knowledge for you. There was a point during the last game where um, you referenced it on Twitter, I believe, about Barry Bannon. Uh, potentially being a negative effect on uh, or having a negative effect on, on, on the team? Yeah, I think I've reflected on that now. And going off what Ben's just said, and as she said, I think, yeah, maybe maybe he is the right person to be captain in us. However, I think if that's the case, then he needs some sort of one-on-one coaching of being a captain time from Lee Bullen. I think that's the only way I can kind of... Like, from an actual captain's perspective, not in any sort of footballing ability whatsoever. They are not in the same league. But, well, I mean, literally aren't. But, like, <laughs> but I mean, as part of, like, a captaincy sort of style. Because I, I tweeted just saying that there was a moment in the game that he passed it to Jack Hunt, way behind Jack Hunt, and then had a go at Jack Hunt for not assuming that he was going to pass it behind him. And, I mean, when I say have a go, he was effing and jeffing. He was... You could hear him from halfway up the North Stand. Like, it was loud. And it's just like, that to me, if I'm at work, like, I mean... If you were in Meadowall. If I were in Meadowall and he came and slide tackled, no. Right? If I was in work or if you were working as part of a team, say if you were in, say, for your role's probably better for this. But, like, if you were at work and it was a really busy night coming up in the bar and you needed to turn over X, Y, and Z to make sure everyone keeps jobs, et cetera, et cetera, you would spur people on. You wouldn't stand behind everybody and go, you're not making that cocktail quick enough. Like, I expected you to pour that. And it's just like, it's not, it's demoralising people rather than inspiring people. And I think I would just eventually, it's going to take one person to turn around and say, piss off, Barry. Yeah. And then are they going to get dropped or what? Uh, it's a, a go on, Ash. Go on. Uh, sorry, sorry, man. No, no. Just oh, Ash, you sound sexy and all that. Is that better? <laughs> so. Hi, welcome to the Wednesday. What a jazz chat! Uh, no, on that on that point, Vic, do you do you think then, like you know, you've got Darren Moore, who's Mister Nice Nice, and you don't think, yeah. and you've got Barry Bannon, who's just a little bloody angry Scotsman that really does need to take him down a peg or two. Do you think they do not complement each other? Do you think that could the, within the team dynamics? Do you think that could like? Um, Clashes and stuff where you got Darren Moore who's like who, who comes across, should I say, because I ain't got a clue in a dressing room. It could yeah. go hell for leather, but do you know what I mean? He comes across as he's, he's a very nice guy and he, he'd probably 
be a bit of a man manager talking to the when and then you get across that white line and all you get is that little dwarf shouting in your ear or when he passes some shit and then starts pointing because he's done yeah. something wrong. And especially- uh, now to me that doesn't that doesn't go together. So I don't no. know if that that don't know what anyone else thinks. Or if I'm it doesn't, especially with the level of authority that they have. So obviously being a captain is, it's a big deal, but it's not, you know, it doesn't make you the boss. It doesn't make you anything particularly special. You just dish out the fines and you're there to, you're meant to be. The mouthpiece of the boss. And you're meant to be, yeah, mouthpiece, you're meant to be somebody that can take them under your wing and say, look, it's all right about that bad pass the other day, mate. Don't worry about it. I've made plenty of them. You're not meant to be there screaming ab jabs in the middle of the park. But also I think if you look back to say, like when we had Sturrock, when we were back in this league before, and we had Sturrock and we had Lee Bullen. And I think Sturrock was your screamer, probably, as we've heard from a few people. And Bullen was Mr. Nice Guy, but also would tell you off if you messed up. And I think that's kind of a good level. Whereas actually you can't have someone being, it's almost like a proper job's worth, isn't it? Like if you worked in a call centre and your team leader's screaming down your ear every day, but the manager doesn't give a toss. You know, like, who's it? Who's he? Uh, you're nobody special. No, I, I agree. I just think it's worth sort of like acknowledging that what you see for 90 minutes on a Saturday might not be mm-hmm. how he is throughout the week. It, it it wouldn't surprise me if Barry Bannon is that, not arm round, but I, I think he's... Again, we're saying what we think because we don't... Darren Moore said, didn't he, when he signed loads of new people, Darren Moore said he took Bannon to some of the meetings and Bannon was the person that convinced people, and that's great. But if he is Mr Nicey Nicey on the training ground... Sorry, Vic. So so Darren Moore hasn't got the pull to bring players in, is that what you're saying? I think... No, I think... that, 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 to me, if that's right, that is absolute shit. I think he said that he used him to talk about like life at the club and why it'd be good for their career and stuff like from a player's point of view because obviously yeah. he's quite a well he's a big name in this league and to take him along and for him to say I've stayed at this club because of sounds a lot better than because I'll never get dropped yeah because <laughs> they cost me everything but I think hey. as well like um I was just saying like you know you said he might be really nice in the week at the training ground like that's great but I would rather he screamed in my face at the training ground than I would in front of 20,000 people when I'm trying to do my job. Because at the training ground, yeah, all right, that's still their job. But everything culminates in 90 minutes on that pitch. And if you're just getting screamed at by someone all the time, it just would put me off. It just made me think, well, I could go and play for someone else. Well, I tell you what, it's like, it's like you were saying about um, about working in, in my game. I, I, I run a bar for those that don't know. And around midnight, one o'clock, it's bloody awful. Like, it is a crap job to have. The people that are behind that bar, fair play to them, because it's something that I'm just too old and I ain't got the time of day for people to, to speak to me, let alone ask them what they want. But all the way through that evening, I'm I like, I like, walk behind the bar and go, you all right? You all right? How's it going? You all right? Just give me a little pat on the back. I think you're doing a great job. You know what I mean? Even though they're probably not. You know what I mean? But then in the... In the management meetings or in the team meetings, I'm going, why can't we get the bloody brunch shift on a Saturday right? Because we know what the bloody having. They're going to have avocado on toast and bloody Prosecco. Just get them, for God's sake. Stop fucking about. Now, what I'll do on a Saturday is uh, halfway through the night, around 12 or 1 o'clock, is give them the Jaeger bombs. You know, just walk down the back of the bar here. Here's the Jaeger bomb. They're on me, that here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a great boss, me, aren't I? Here's the Jaeger bombs. But as tough as it sounds, that type of thing, that that... That way of management is a difference between being a leader and being a manager or being the boss. You know what I mean? And there's going to be a point where, where Darren Moore, who, let's, let's be honest, was a big old shit kicker when he was a player. I mean, he was a frightening motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he could kick some mans. And then, and then he's obviously what he's trying to do now is lead a team and he's trying to lead a group of players. But I feel that on the pitch, he's got somebody that isn't... Um, that isn't perpetuating what he's trying to achieve. Does that make sense? He he's he's trying to be a leader, and what he wants Bannon to do is lead, is be his mouthpiece on the pitch, be the person that 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 he can rely on to 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 go. This is my message. Can you please send that out? And he's not. I think he's giving something else. Steve, come on, back me up, pal. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> I agree with all of that. And you're a great manager, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, man. Half-time Jaeger bombs. Yeah, um, that's, that, that's what you need to do, just half-time Jaeger bombs, and we'll fuck anybody. <laughs> like, you know I mean? Listen, there's been, there's been times when I've looked at it and it looks like the band. First off, <laughs> Jaeger bombs, to be fair. Um, I, I, in all seriousness, I, I, I think I said last week, um, I'm not really that fussed who the captain is, if I'm honest with you. I think that a, a winning team as 11 leaders, when it's not going right, we're, we're, we're all picking each other up. And I agree entirely with what Vic says. I think the the only thing I would add, not controversially, but just to sort of give a balance to the argument and consideration is it's like the carrot and stick approach. So we're on this podcast today and it might be that if we're not going, things aren't going well, I might give Ben a roasting, whereas I might put my arm around Ash. Yeah? Oh, that'd be content. Is shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. I've, I've had, Quick, I've put your arm around him, Steve. Put your arm I've had him. one of your arms around me, Steve. It was lovely. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Flashbacks to the other week. Loving. Um, I just think, I, I, I would like to think, um, sort of taking it, it, everything with its merit, I'd like to think that if Fannin has done what he did to Hunt and he was he was your side of the pitch, Vic, so I didn't know, couldn't see, and, and I know you, you you messaged and said that that was, was what was going on. Has he done that to Hunt because he knows that Hunt will be able to take it and it might be something that will get Hunt, right, I've fucked up there or I yeah, am fucked up there and, you know, I'm going to have to respond a, uh, accordingly. Whereas if he tries to do that to... Um, yeah, for example... Another, yeah, another player. Um, is he then going to turn around and put his arm around the player and say, look, that's not right. We've got to be better. Give him a pat on the head or whatever else. Do better next time. Um, I get I that, Steve. He... Let, me, let me just interject. I, I completely understand what you're saying. So, you know, is Hunt the type of player to react to a shit-kicking rather than an arm-round-the-shoulder type of thing? And I completely understand. But I don't feel that last season, for example, I feel that Joe Pelopessi did not get an arm round his shoulder whatsoever. He got an absolute shit housing every moment he got to the point where Barry Bannon's now dropped behind the defensive midfielder to go and play centre-back and fucked us up every other game that we played by having this five-foot-four angry dwarf who's not going to win a bloody header at the back stick because he wants to get deeper because he doesn't trust Joey as a player. Now, there's, there's berating a player there's giving him constructive feedback and then there's doing his job for him and your own and failing at every one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I fully take that point as well. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm offering a balanced argument to the, to the discussion. Oh, God, 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 God damn it. You, you, Get you, those you, tweezers on them splinters out your arse. Come on. <laughs> the one, I'm, I'm, the I'm, one I'm, thing that we cannot say about Barry Bannon is that he likes passion and that he likes passion for this football club because he does and he bleeds blue and white out. And I think, I genuinely think if we don't sell him on, he will finish his career here. And I think he's been a great servant to the club. You know, I know I got a few replies to that tweet saying, I'll oh, get rid of him. He's captained us to a relegation. Blah, blah, blah. I disagree with that completely. Like, I don't think that's fair on him at all. Um, no, I, I think know. had we have had him at full strength with the likes of Kieran Lee, Hutchinson, etc., you know, we'd have, we'd have still been up challenging in the championship now, but we didn't have that. Um, and I don't think, any of us want to see Bannon leave the club or even feel that he's not wanted at the club because he absolutely embodies everything that we need at the moment. It's just whether he needs, he needs to, to dial it down. I, I still just, think yeah, he needs he just, to dial it down. He just, just needs to calm it down a little bit on the pitch. It's like Ash like, in the first half of this podcast. He just needs to... It's also when we talk about like if, if referees are having a go at one player and your captain's job is to come over and defuse the situation... Happened the other week, and Patterson got booked. Like it just, like it just doesn't. Like, just, yeah, yeah. Because that's what any altercation needs. Two Scottish people getting told off. That you know, that's all they need. That's what everybody wants, isn't it? You know what I mean? Right then. So we are uh, three quarters of the way through this podcast. We are at uh, at an, an impasse. We are at the junction. Vic's going to go and sort her dogs out because somebody must have walked past or something. You know what bloody dogs are like? They're right, yappy buggers. Um, does anybody have? Anything to add, Ash? I know you were quite vocal in the group chat earlier on. What, what, you know, have you have you managed to calm down since the weekend? How do you feel our league prospects are going? We're only what nine points away from the top. Charlton have just got rid of their manager. How do you think it's going to go? Yeah, I mean, for all my uh, my loud mouth shouting and screaming, and I'm generally not happy at all. 
Um, well, that's you just get, you, Ash. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, well, I had no Yorkshire tea at work, so that's gone on it. I just set fire to the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but you, you'll get the people that, <laughs> and it's a it's a cliche that I'm going to come out. You don't look at the league before Christmas, but everyone does, and we are only three points off the playoffs. But this is my biggest gripe, and none. Well, I don't know if anyone will, will, will uh, agree with me, but. There, we said this last week on the pod. There's only one team that I've been impressed with. That's Plymouth. Every other team that I believe we've played against have been shit, right? But we've been worse than the shit teams, and that's what pisses me off. Is that we have the players, we've got the club, we've got the fans that pay God knows how much to go to bloody Wimbledon, thousand of them. You got Tuesday night two and a half thousand Cambridge. You're gonna have X, Y, Z, however many go. And the teams that we're playing are shit. And that's, that is, I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful. I don't care. They have been League One teams. And I know we're there. We're, it's his own fault we're in there. And I get that. But we should be a hell of a lot better. Ashley. We, yes. Are you going to go, let's get Ryan Moore in? <laughs> Who? Ryan Moore? Uh, uh, Ryan Law. Fucking hell. No, I'm not. Why would he Ash, come to Ash, us anyway? I, For what? Are, are you Plus, banging the Ryan Law drum? No, why would I? I didn't like him as a player at Wednesday. Uh, I don't. I don't get the loving for him. And is is obviously doing well at Plymouth, and that's he deserves that. He's been there a few years now. He deserves that. Why would? Yeah, he but if you've been to Plymouth, it's the arse end of nowhere. The club's got no potential. There's no fans. Mate, Surely you come to the Wendy. Just I like Darren Moore coming to us. I went to Plymouth in a fucking electric car. That's how dedicated I was. <laughs> Fuck I didn't get home at two in the morning because it really <laughs> ran out. Pretty Greta Thunberg here. Yeah? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, no, but, their futures. But, but that's but that's my point. I've not been. I've been oh, impressed yeah, with Plymouth and no other teams, and that's what's peed me off. We've been. We should have been good enough to beat these teams. We haven't. You can look at the league all you want. So, what what do you do? How what, how do you change it? Do you, you win bloody football matches and. So what is it? Is it the players' fault? Is it the manager's fault? It's certainly not the fans' yeah, fault. No, and and this is this is this is what my gripe has been with being a Sheffield Wednesday fan for the last thirty odd years. It's very much we've done our bit and we do our bit year in year out. We're constantly doing our bit, and all we get rewarded with is pap and shit and bollocks. Now, Ben, come on, playoffs aren't good enough in League One, are they? We want automatic, don't we? We do, but at the moment. We're going to have to settle for playoff where we're playing. Nah, bollocks, bollocks. We're nine points from the top. Come on, Ben. It's two wins. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in a similar position to Ash, to be honest, which is unusual. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll mark that in the diary. Mark that one down. That's it. Go on. But no, I, I'm, I'm not happy with it either. I, we've said, is it the players? We've said, is it, is it the manager? Uh, uh, people are going to be calling for his head the, the more this goes on pressure's going to mount on him if it, if it carries on like it is but I, I just don't think, we can't keep chopping and changing managers that's now my only that's now my only one or one of my only ways of backing him now that we can't can't keep chopping and changing because I don't see how that's going to make anything any better but surely if this guy's doing shit, you get another guy in. I, you know, I, I want to go... You know when people say, like, you know, oh, you're going to get that? Oh, you're going to bloody get? Who's, who's coming in? Oh, you're going to bloody get? I don't give a fuck. It's not my job. Let's get unknown German man. Let's get him in. Now, what are you asking me for? I didn't know who bloody Josh Luke I was, and he turned up with his bloody droopy face and his Freddie Mercury tribute face. What <laughs> face? Bash. I, I, I ran, I, ran think, out of, uh, I, ran, I ran out of analogies there. Do you there. think, like, putting this out to you for, do you think that he's not getting away with it? But do you think there's less pressure on him because obviously the chairman isn't in the country? I think. He's I not think, witnessing it himself. All he's seeing yeah. is, oh, we've got a point. Oh, we've scored. Do you think that that's... I, I think, that, I think a, that would probably be similar last year, to be honest. Well, yeah. Still, still made three or four. Chains. I think he's, so in, he's in Ashley's uh, group chat, and when they're all slagging everybody off, he's there under a pseudonym with his new mates. And Ash, <laughs> Ash is having Zoom calls with him on a Sunday, 
And he's going, how do we play, lads? And Ash is going, it was bloody rubbish. I was bloody bored. And uh, that's, that's you, that, Ash. That's my is, that, is that how I talk? Yeah, yeah. 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 I was bloody rubbish. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then and he's going, oh, my God, I'm not having this. I got this kid in because I thought he was excited. He had Doncaster up in seventh place. But, you know what I mean? But then if you listen to uh, Praise and Grumble on the uh, way home, there was a oh. Donny supporter. I don't. I, this bloody podcast is bad enough. Oh, it's great. It's good. And they do a cracking job, guys, at uh, Radio Sheffield. Uh, and I'm available for voiceovers and stuff. So, um, <laughs> But no, 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 no. No, there was a Doncaster Rovers uh, support, and obviously they had a cracking good win. And it took him all of 20 seconds to mention Darren Moore and Sheffield Wednesday, even though they had a cracking win. And he said he's exactly like he was at Doncaster. Negative. Well, they were doing a lot better than us. Negative. Well, uh, towards the end, I, I'm assuming this guy is talking about. He was very negative. Played five at the back. Um, didn't know what he was doing. He made stupid substitutions. Same as what we've just said for the last 45 minutes, really. Wow. Um, so, but then what do you, what do you do? I, I know. I know. Like I said, I, I don't. If he's not the guy, and but when will he not be the guy? So not now as three points out of the playoffs. Are we four points out of the playoffs? Five points? I don't want playoffs. Five, playoffs can five, suck a fat one. I'm no, not interested in playoffs. I'm not, I'm not either. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, like, like Ash has said, we, we, in my opinion, we've not played the some of. So I know we've, we've we've played a few, but not all of the the top teams. We've played team Wimbledon, Cambridge, Lincoln. They're all. That just sounds like a middle class tour of the UK. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we played Wigan. They're, they're all average teams, and if you did, th- yeah. a couple of weeks ago, you'd have looked at our fixture list and said you need twelve points out of that. Yeah, and we exactly. got so far. Yeah. It, Go on, Steve. You've done your obligatory lean forward. I feel like you've got things to say. I can see it. The, the shit afoot now. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. Uh, Steve's about to drop some knowledge on us. <laughs> no, and um, he's not going to mention Liam Palmer in at least fourteen seconds. <laughs> I'm not going to mention Liam Palmer tonight. Way, although name drop. He might, he might, he might, he might be signing a new contract. That, who gives a shit? Who, honestly, who gives a shit? He should what? be captain. He, he might be captain. He's dirty bloody one. He's been there ten years. He's been there a third of his life, and we've been shite. He's been relegated twice. Do you know what I mean? He has a face that needs ironing. And he's, he's a solid 6.5 every game. I used to call him a solid seven, but that was being bloody generous. You know what I mean? And, and the best thing is... point, we just let him go? The best uh, thing that bloke has ever done is when he had that interview with the Sheffield start and he, went, and he looked over the back and he went, oh, have you just got a cheeky Costa? That was really funny. I'll give him that. Apart from that... <laughs> just eyeballing you now. <laughs> Right. Go on, Steve. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same situation as, as Ash, I think. Um, I... Ash, Ash, have you curried, have you paid these pair? Or what I, 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 I've, I'm worried. I think that, I know Ben doesn't drink, but <laughs> I, I know Stevie does and it's the holidays. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've not, I've, I've got less of a dog in the, in the more fight than I had three weeks ago. Um, and I was all for keeping him and I'm, I still at this moment in time think that we've got to be careful what we wish for um, and I know it's all right saying right I don't care who, who we're getting in all seriousness I don't care who comes in um, it's got to be an upgrade on what we've got but you know my, my worry is what if it isn't and we get somebody in whether they be an unknown foreign manager whether they be uh, a training ground coach who's stepping up whether it be a journeyman manager, whether it be somebody who's dropping down from the championship because the ship rolls down and those premiership jobs, uh, sorry, the premiership coaches are now working in the championship. So the championship manager is going to start working in league one. Um, it's, it's, it's awful to, to have, it's, it's a strange situation because there's so much positivity around the club at the start of the year, the start of the season, and it's evaporated really quickly. And for all our, misgivings about the way that we've been playing it's been a long time for me personally that I've sat at Hillsborough and within three four minutes the booze you know the the, the you know the cat calling the negativity that was coming out from the stand was was you know it was stark and it, you know it's not that we've 
literally the first mistake that was made. You've got 15, 16,000 people on a player's back. And I, I don't think that that's, it's not productive. Um, and I'm not saying that that's right or wrong because we all pay our money. We, 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 we pay for the tickets. We, we pay for the seats. We go sit down. It's our God-given right to go and say, right, we're going to criticise the team, you know, that the, the, the we support. Um, I just feel that we, 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 we've started running before we can walk and we've got relegated. We've, and, you know, my thing is we overhaul the squad and the squad for me is better than it was last year on paper, although the performances haven't been there on paper. Um, the, the, the players that we've got in, I think personally are better or better suited as a, as a, as a unit um, for A, this league and B, for each other. Um, I think Moore deserves a lot of credit for, for being part of the facilitation of that. Um, if you look at our performances and you look at our record this season, the issue that we've got is that obviously we've drawn too many games, but the it's, it's not just the drawing of the game, it's the nature that we've drawn the games. We've not wow. been able to, yeah. to hold on to a lead. Even uh, when we won, Steve. Even when we've yeah. won. That, that game against Bolton was pish. It's, you know, the mistakes that we've made, um, there was no doubt, as soon as, every time we go 1-0 up and the opposition get a corner, you're sitting there, you're clinching your arse and you're gripping onto your seat because you know no. what's coming. I'm um, straight on Sky Bet and I bet we'll <laughs> Mate, I've won some yeah. money. I yeah. want some money. I but this you. is it, isn't it? And but the, the the reality is, you know, it's 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 a harsh reality as well. And and I, I know you, I can guarantee the four of you are going to disagree with me on this one. But you take out Plymouth, um, and you take out Oxford. You know what was the what was the feeling around the club when we lost one 0 at Morecambe? We we bossed the game. We had all the possession, um, and for all our negativity now we were all right with losing one at Morecambe because it was a blip in the road wasn't it it was a blip but it, that's it, all that, it that was blip. that blip has now become a cobbled path it, yeah, yeah 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 and 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 that's my worry um do I want to get rid of more no <laughs> do would I you take Steve more? Bruce no take him round the back and shoot him that's why I do listen <laughs> if Steve Bruce got results involved there if Steve Bruce got results you, know, you, 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 you asked me that question now and <laughs> Would you take him? No. And then you go, what if he gets results? And I'm sitting here straight away going, do you know what? Fucking hell. And that's the fickle nature of being a football oh, fan, isn't it? No, no. Have you got two guns, Ash? I'll come with you. <laughs> don't matter, don't matter. Fool me once, more fool me. More fool you, fool me twice. No, absolutely not. No. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, me, I blocked him on WhatsApp. <laughs> we are at a point now in that relationship. You're still going on Tinder, no though, aren't you? back from that. Yeah, I'm, I don't actually have his WhatsApp. I'm talking about like if we were dating. Ash does. I, absolutely. No way on earth would he ever come within a mile of my house ever again. Absolute cheating. But if he got the job back, he, he would literally be in a mile with his What are you saying <laughs> to Vic is if, no. if Steve got the job done, would he come back? If he no. got results? No. I, honestly, if he got us out this league and then had us pushing for the next league as well, no. I don't give two shits. We'd look like an absolute mug to all of our happily yeah. married friends that we'd take. Yeah, back. but we know what we know what ex-girlfriends' friends are like. You know what I mean? They come yeah. in. He's a rat bastard. Don't talk to him again. He's bloody horrible. Horrible yeah. he is. Do, do and then, a, and then you went home with him one night, He's and like then he took the us friends. to the end of the season. No, all the friends told me about the red flags. If you like, when we signed, when we got him on board, all the friends said, "Oh, he's done this before to old Sharon." Yeah, but he, he was good no, in the sack. He again to me. Can I say he's, he may have been good with his love muscle? What can I say? You've just made me think of Steve Bruce's junk. <laughs> anyway, listen. Thanks a lot for joining us this week. We've got Plymouth coming up. They've moved the. Wait, they wait, moved wait, the wait, fixture. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what do you oh. want? What do you want? I've got a little bit. Oh, have you got a bit? All right. I've got a little bit. Um, so we're talking about people traveling a long way to the match on Saturday mm -hmm. and there was a chap called Graham who posted in the Wednesday sing um, asking uh, if anybody uh, sorry uh, Go on. asking Graham. if anybody could share a lift up from Dorset to the match um, because he was hard on cash and comes from Bournemouth was, doesn't he uh, I don't know Dorset I don't know is that your way <laughs> I'm not sure it's three hours away is it I don't know it said Dorset. I'm trying to say Dorset. Yeah, when I was in Southampton, it was 20 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it comes from Dorset, apparently, or, or Bournemouth, whatever. It's a long way. 
Um, and he wanted to bring his daughter, he brings her up to games, and he just posted in the Wednesday thing, quite innocently actually, just saying, and it, it genuinely wasn't like a beg on money or anything like that, just asked if anyone wanted to lift share, because he was struggling for cash, and really wanted to go up this weekend, he got his daughter for the weekend, etc, etc. Anyway, somebody in the Wednesday thing decided to start a GoFundMe. Ash, could you look less bored when I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. right. Sorry, I'm listening to you. We're not on a video or anything. We are. We are. I can see you looking very fed up with me. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just listening. Uh, for those of you listening in the car, Ash was looking very bored. Uh, go on. Go on. <laughs> Interesting. Um, oh, that's no better. But anyway, <laughs> so he basically put on the Wednesday thing, like, could anyone share a lift up? Blah, blah, blah. And loads of people offered to donate money towards his fuel. Uh, <laughs> you cheeky little bugger, I'm choking your face on the computer. Um, so, loads of people offered to donate, and so somebody set up a GoFundMe and they raised like 250 odd quid. Oh, um, gosh, that's and... bloody brilliant! That's amazing. Oh, did he get first class train? No, oh, he drove up. Having travelled up from the south, that's not enough. Oh. <laughs> he worked it out and it cost him about 100 pounds return um, in fuel to get there and back with his little girl. Um, and then they were like, well, we've got 150 quid left over. Like, what else do we do? And so rather than just saying, right, we'll give 75 quid each to charity, they went to the club shop and they bought like loads of little bits and bobs. So like from a home shirt to, I don't know, a no for Stevie, like all sorts from the club shop. Um, That's a lot of tap for, for 150 yeah, quid, exactly. isn't it? Um, so he is raffling it off now and all the money is going to the Children's Hospital and to Shay's Triathlon, who obviously... Big friend of the show, my little my little Shay. Um, so if you find him on Twitter at Portland underscore Owl, um, or I've retweeted it recently. Um, we'll retweet it from the podcast as well. But yeah, he's basically doing raffle tickets for a pound. Every penny goes to the two charities, and hopefully that will raise more than him just splitting the leftover money. But yeah, I just wanted to shout that out because that's a really cool story. I actually quite like that. I tell you what, Wednesday fans make me piss. We are, and I've said it before, we're the worst miserable bastards in the absolute world. But I mean, there's that there's Ash right there, like you know what I mean. He, you know, he, he wrote the book on it, and uh, and then on this show before we used to have Dicky Owl. You know what I mean? He would say, you know, if I cash, you're you're like a like for like replacement. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but like, but but in a nice way. But I, honestly, Sheffield Wednesday fans make me laugh. We whinge, we moan, we complain, we whinge about putting us money in. But when it comes to somebody having a shit time, we absolutely come through and that, that that's a really cool story i really like that so it's that time of the evening ladies and gents do we have any other business what's um, that in? uh don't think so tell them something tell them something you contract Oh, Cheltenham, Cheltenham, Cheltenham. Well, uh, do you know anything about Cheltenham? No. I know nothing about Cheltenham. That's why I, I was just going to sweep past that. I know I know as much about Cheltenham as I do Lincoln City. Go on, Steve. Well, I was just reading through. I thought we might talk about it. I've, I've gone a bit silent and gone, oh, let's have a look and well, see what Well, all right, happens. all right. Well, I'll tell you what, listen, uh, while uh, Steve talks about uh, Cheltenham, <laughs> I'm going to go for a lovely wee. Okay, I better start talking about Cheltenham then. <laughs> um, I think, in all seriousness, he's uh, said that a lot tonight, haven't I? In all seriousness. Yeah, you are very serious, though, man. I am feeling quite serious tonight. Um, I've looked at their league results so far and they are uh, I think three points behind us so we're on 21, they're on 18 um, I just for shits and giggles wanted to have a look at the teams that they beat and the teams that they lost against. Ooh. So far this season they've lost to Wickham Fleetwood, Wigan Sunderland, Rotherham and Donny they Ben beat looks them. like the class geek that's been outshone with the homework assignment here <laughs> So there's only Donny out of them lot, isn't it? That's, uh... Well, if you want to go, if you want to go like for like with the teams that we've played, we beat Fleetwood. They, um, we beat Fleetwood. We beat Wigan. We beat Rotherham. Their teams that beat them, mm -hmm. uh, obviously beat Rovers as well. Sorry, the teams that they've beaten: Ipswich, Charlton, Oxford, Accrington, and Morecambe. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to. If you want to sort of temper where we are and gauge where we are in terms of performance, if we're not going out there, and I'm not saying that we're going to win or I think we should be, well, I am saying I think we should be winning. You want to get a measure as to where we are in the league at the moment and whether it's a false position or we need to be kicking off. If we're struggling against Cheltenham, given that they are in relative terms playing 
or getting results that aren't a million miles away from us. The point I'm making is that teams that we've beaten are beating them and teams that have beat us, they're beating. You know, we should be going out there. It's, it's going to be a real sort of measuring stick as to where we are in the league at the moment, whether or not it's a false position we need to be kicking on or what. Well, you know, so if 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 we if we only draw and or lose against Cheltenham, then Darren Moore's fired and Barry Bannon's getting sold. Is that is that what your? I'm going to do some talk sports style <laughs> no. journalism now. So no, are you don't. saying are you saying Stevie Spence that oh, if not, we don't get a, if we don't get a result against Cheltenham and then Simon Jordan kicks in, he'll go. Wibble wobble wobbly, wibble wobble wobble, wibble wobbly chuck them. Um and then and Jonathan Ross. Yeah, Jonathan Ross. It, it, it's the same it, I'm, I'm not lying that the same impression for Jonathan Ross exists for Simon oh. Jordan because they they sound the same. They just say wibble wobble wobbly with big jowly cheeks. Um are you saying Stevie Spence? <laughs> what am I saying? About Darren Moore getting a sack after Cheltenham. So is it more out if Chel- if he fucks it against Cheltenham? I think it will make his position increasing, increasingly un- untenable. Well, um, after, after the Wimbledon oh, game... I knew you were going to say untenable. I love that one. I like tenable. It's a cracking show. Um, it so, is. Right, yeah. Is that without uh, yeah, Bigler? Is that... Is that... <laughs> Are you going, Ash? Are you going to Portland? I'm not, because it's my daughter's birthday on Saturday and we are going to uh, Stoke. We're going to Waterworld. It's a big indoor water thing. She likes swimming. And stuff, so, yeah, but I'm not. I would. I would have usually. But Ash, no. you're not taking it. You're in joke, Ash. There's a place called Monkey Forest that's there, and it's amazing. There's like. Are you not taking her to Diggerland? I've taken the kids to the Monkey Forest. I absolutely love. Is that a euphemism? What was what that? Is that like? Is it a, a sanctuary? It's like it's near Stoke. Does um, what it says on the tin. It's a forest full of monkeys. Yeah, it's like Gibraltar Point, but massive. Yeah, but they, they like come over to you, they like climb all over you. You only need a couple of hours, so you could do that whilst you were over there. It's so good, honestly. I'm link. It's absolutely mint. I had so a right good time. So, guys, so. if you're stuck for any more half term ideas for you, <laughs> uh, get in touch with Vic at wednesdayweek.co.uk. So, she, she no. loves it. Should we do a prediction for the Cheltenham game? Yeah, 1 0, one all. What, us scoring first? Yeah, us scoring first and shitting out 85 minutes, 110. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I think the, the prediction will change at two uh, one minute past two uh, <laughs> on Saturday, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go for a, I'm gonna go for a two 0 win. I think I, I've got to be positive. I'm not positive, but I need to be and I want to be, uh, and I'm not going, so I don't care. That's fair, Ben. <laughs> 2-1 Cheltenham. 2-1 oh, Cheltenham. Are there. you saying Benjamin? <laughs> Darren Moore's <laughs> out, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like Steve, according to Ben, Darren Moore's fucked it. What about you? Um, Head says Cheltenham. Drink. <laughs> Head says Cheltenham. Heart says, Heart says Wednesday. I've got that right way around, haven't I? Um, I, I, so, I, I just, I can't, I can't see it. I can't, I, I can't see where we're going to get that win. Um, I'm, I'm just really downbeat about Wait, it. Wait, hang on. Does that mean Ash is the positive one in these predictions here so far? Uh, for all, for, yeah, a 2 0 win. I mean, right, Vic, it, it weren't quite as close as Stevie's 4 0 for the weekend, just gone. But uh, <laughs> hey, I said 1 1 on that one, by the way. I got that oh, oh, look at you. That is potent <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hence, hence the rant. Vic, are you going to make. Ash, the only positive one on tonight's show. We will be winning 1-0. Well, Greg, up the tits, come on. Third minute. In the what, third minute? Oh, 70. 70. It'll be... Oh, right, okay. (laughs) So, Ash, you're the only one that's predicted a win, so you get to all of a sudden, uh, you know, just stick your dick in everybody's face. I'm sorry, kids, it's half term. I've just said that loud. Listen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. It's, it's been absolutely amazing. Uh, if you listen back to this show, uh, to listen the second time, you'll realise that I ran out of material about 40 minutes in. It's actually quite funny. Thanks a lot four. for joining us. Uh, you what, Doug? 40 minutes in on four. Uh, four. Four. Four minutes. <laughs> Intros are not is it? Listen, it, it, I- 
Is it a game of uh, guess? Uh, does Dan run out of me till first, or does Sheffield Wednesday concede? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, my my running out of material usually lasts <laughs> around the same as Sheffield Wednesday can keep the ball out of their own goal. You know what I mean? It, it's around the same. It's around the same. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Uh, don't forget, uh, Vic. Where was um, the raffle ticketing? Are we going to retweet that? At from? Portland underscore Owl. At Portland underscore Owls. Don't forget to join us, followers at TWW Cast, and you and you can listen to the musing of Ash uh, because he's he's having a great time with it. To be fair, uh, Ben just stopped doing the Instagram, so I think it's Simon now, and I think he's fucked it off. So we'll find somebody else to do that. But thanks a lot for joining us. See you later. The Wednesday Week Podcast, a strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday, the world's greatest football club. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.